Welcome to Jonas and Kovner's Healthcare Delivery in the United States, 12th edition, Chapter 2 podcast, Organization of Care. This chapter was written by Dr. Amy Yarbrough-Landry and Dr. Kathleen O. Irwin. Dr. Amy Yarbrough-Landry is an associate professor in the Department of Health Services Administration at the University of Alabama at Birmingham and the MSHA Program Director and Howard W. Hauser, Professor of Health Services Administration. Dr. Kathleen O. Irwin is an Associate Professor and Health Services Administration Program Director in the Department of Political Science at Auburn University. You may have heard that the U.S. population is aging, meaning older people are making up an ever larger share of the nation's people, and that healthcare services for older people are therefore one of the fastest growing industries in the country. So why would nursing homes be closing their doors? Morningside Ministries in San Antonio, a highly rated care complex consisting of a nursing home, an independent living center, and a smaller assisted living center, recently closed its doors after its occupancy rate dropped steadily for several years. Most of the residents and staff were absorbed in the company's other properties nearby, but about 40 patients had to be relocated to other facilities or moved to new communities, and 30 members of staff were let go from their jobs. According to Patrick Crump, the nonprofit's chief executive, there was some real sadness, tears, frustration. It's hard knowing you won't be providing services to those older folks. The National Investment Center for Seniors Housing and Care reports that nearly one in five beds in nursing homes are now empty, driving occupancy down to its lowest levels since 2011. The National Center for Health Statistics has recently found that some states have one empty bed in every three. As the number of residents declines across the country, two to 300 nursing homes are closing every year. A combination of factors accounts for these shifts in the industry. One is regulatory changes that are making it more costly for hospitals and nursing homes to provide elder care, and Medicare and Medicaid don't always cover the care they do provide. Some patients are therefore recommended for home care rather than a stay in a nursing home, and other seniors are happy to seek out alternatives like assisted living communities. Meanwhile, some facilities are trying new strategies to keep their doors open, such as operating pharmacies on their premises, accepting patients who are more seriously ill than those they have housed in the past, and offering lucrative short-term rehabilitation services to more people. Some nursing homes are also reducing staff to lower their costs. This example illustrates just one of the ways in which the organization of nation's complex and multifaceted healthcare system can evolve as patients' needs and government regulations and policies change. The goal of Chapter 2 is to introduce the types of private and public institutions in the U.S. healthcare delivery system, describe the system's present organization, and discuss current best practices and new ways to leverage performance improvements. The chapter concludes by reviewing some future trends in the provision of healthcare in the United States. While U.S. healthcare delivery is greatly influenced by legislation, and the government serves as a major buyer of healthcare services through its public programs like Medicare, Medicaid, and others, the United States differs from many other countries in not having a central government agency to manage the delivery of care. This means the health system and the professionals who work in it can look forward to many changes ahead as providers are continually challenged to improve quality and manage costs in a fast-changing environment. The chapter will show how and why healthcare delivery organizations will need to evolve in order to survive, and how the fields of community health, public health, and population health must adapt to the changing healthcare landscape. 
what do you think might happen in healthcare industry a few years from now when the baby boomers start to reach their 80s, given that the number of nursing homes in the United States has declined? To learn more about how some facilities are innovating in order to keep their doors open, you can read the article titled, In the Nursing Home, Empty Beds and Quiet Halls by Paula Spann. It was published in the New York Times on September 28, 2018. This chapter podcast for Jonas and Kovner's Healthcare Delivery in the United States, 12th edition, is copyrighted by Springer Publishing Company, LLC. All rights reserved. 